As we welcome our online community with us today, I'd like to share a reading called Traveling, and it's based on, uh, loosely based on Rachel Hackenberg's poem of the same name. It gave me inspiration, so I tweaked it a bit. With every flight and every new city, I am amazingly aware of your presence, despite the distance in miles, in memories, in fresh molecules of air on my skin. From your presence. Cleveland, Orlando, Chicago, Redwoods, Canyons, Mountains, United, Delta, American, and out of the skies, highways and byways, from city to suburb to country, you fly and travel with me. If I fly as far as the sunset, if I hide beneath the ocean, even there your hand will guide me, even there you will hold me tight. Let me find you as you have found me, in my traveling and in my resting place, on the mountaintop or in the sea, you are there with your grace, your mercy, your peace. You surround my thoughts, my living, my being. I am helpless as your hand and your eye behold me. Perhaps, God, the question is not, where can I go to get away from you? Perhaps the question is this, God, where am I that you are not? Nowhere you answer softly to my heart, and in that answer, my travels become a pilgrimage back to you. For the beauty of the the 
joy of human love. Brother, sister, parents, child, friends on earth and friends above, for all gentle thoughts and mild, for all gentle thoughts and mild. Lord of all, to Thee we raise this our joyful hymn of praise for each perfect gift of Amanda, that was beautiful. Thank you. Our scripture reading today comes from Psalms, the Psalm 139. I'm reading from the Common English Bible, verses 1 through 12. Lord, you have examined me. You know me. You know when I sit down and when I stand up. Even from far away, you comprehend my plans. You study my traveling and resting. You are thoroughly familiar with all my ways. There isn't a word on my tongue, Lord, that you don't already know completely. You surround me front and back. You put your hand on me. That kind of knowledge is too much for me. It's so high above me that I can't fathom it. Where could I go to get away from your spirit? Where could I go to escape your presence? If I went up to heaven, you would be there. If I went down to the grave, you would be there too. If I could fly on the wings of dawn, stopping to rest only on the far side of the ocean, even there your hand would guide me. Even there your strong hand would hold me tight. If I said the darkness will definitely hide me, the light will come will become night around me. Even then, the darkness isn't too dark for you. Nighttime would shine bright as day because darkness is the same as light to you. The word of God in scripture, the word of God among us, the word of God within us. Thanks be to God. As I mentioned earlier, today we start, we continue our summer psalms sermon series and our worship series. 
We will hear from three families today. Two of those are coming to us by video. It will be very obvious why. Our first testimony, our first family shared story is from the Walter Myers. The Walter Myers are a family that are involved with our young families group, and they travel all the time in their work, in their life, and they have made a life through travel. Welcome Kendra and Amanda Waltermeyer. Hi, um, I'm Amanda Waltermeyer and I'm Kendra Waltermeyer and we have a almost seven-year-old son Clark Waltermeyer who's not in the video um, We'll bring him in later. Yeah <laughs> We just wanted to share a little bit about ourselves first um, We have been members of Arapaho for seven, seven years, years. Mm -hmm. um, and we're visiting before that so we love the community and um, four years ago we decided to sell our home in Dallas and to start traveling full-time um, we bought a Airstream travel trailer and have been on the road traveling and working and homeschooling um, since then so yeah so we wanted to talk to you a little bit about um, what we've experienced with knowing that God is with us on our travels. And um, so I think Amanda was going to talk kind of initially about even our first step being a part of that. Yeah. So the first thing where I really felt God's presence in the decision to do this, because it was quick and um, kind of out of the blue, um, was you know, just feeling at peace and knowing that our friendships and our relationships with the, the church, um, the, the families group that we so loved, um, those relationships were still going to be there. And when we came back from traveling and, um, we, I think we're blessed right out of the gate, um, with friendships that we would have never made on the road. We didn't know, whether the community that we had in Dallas would be something that we would find traveling and moving place to place. And we, we were that first year, we were blessed with friends that we have just continued to visit along the way. We have friends in Canada, we have friends in North Carolina, in Southern California that we just have an amazing bond with. And so I think that where we've seen I've seen God in our travels is the, the blessing of our community still being there. Yeah. And then I, I also, we, we, when we travel, we focus in on places that are natural and wild, like state parks, national parks, or even just hiking trails in general. Um, and I think the reason why we're driven to that and, and have this pull to go there is that when we are in nature, that is when we are experiencing God. And that's when you have a moment to really feel at one with God when you're traveling. Um, it, you, you have a moment of peace, you have a moment of quiet. And during those times when you're you know, surrounded by the beauty of nature and you're away from everything, 
you feel not just connected with yourself and present, but you're also present and connected with each other. Um, and more importantly, you, you really feel connected um, with everything as a whole uh, between the ground, the plants, the wind, the weather, whatever it may be. You really do feel present in that moment with everything. And that is that moment that you feel with God and, and, and we've experienced God through those ways on our travel. So, so now we have Clark with us. And um, we wanted to ask Clark uh, about when he has experienced having God with us on our travels. So Clark, is there so, a time when you have had that? So I have had a time when I helped my aunt um, pack lunches for kids who didn't have lunches. And then I got to have fun with them. They got to have fun with me. Mm-hmm. And then I got to talk with them. So that was a way that you felt like you were connected with yeah. God and God was with us? Yeah. 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 Well, that's great. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. Thank you. Well, we love and we miss you all. Um, and we'll see you later. Bye. 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 Love you. What Clark and Amanda and Kendra have shared with us is not just that God goes, uh, that we meet God anywhere where, uh, where we go, but that we take God with us wherever we are. Um, Clark talked about sharing and, and uh, packing meals for individuals in a completely different city. Where, what other way can we go that we don't separate ourselves from God, that we embody who God is? Um, that moves us in that direction so that wherever we are, indeed, God is with us, but indeed, we can show others God. Cindy Rowe has uh, been someone who has been here uh, for just over a year. You met her recently when uh, she joined the church, and uh, she started the, came for one week, I think it was, right, before the, before the pandemic shut us down. And I, I had noticed over the last year that Cindy had spent some time um, moving around a little bit when the pandemic uh, opened up, uh, when we opened up from the pandemic. And um, I asked her to share her story as it relates to family, as it relates to travel, and her experience of being in connection with Arapaho. So our next uh, storyteller today is Cindy Rowe. Well, that's not exactly how it started. She sent me an email and said, hey, we're thinking about doing this, and here's a psalm. I'm like, sweet, I can read a psalm in church. That's easy. That is not what she meant. (laughs) What she meant was, uh, don't be a three, an Enneagram three, and actually show some emotion. I'm like, oh, man, this is not cool. But I I had some fits and starts with this, because I would write, and I would stop, and write, and I'd stop, and then... My friend Trent came in from Florida and we were visiting people and meeting people and I hadn't written it as of yesterday afternoon and I was gonna run it by Kathy and we got back from a lunch and I sat down on the sofa and I was like, I'm just, I'm ready, I'm gonna write it. So I'm gonna look down, unfortunately I can't look at you guys, I'm sorry, but I have to read this. And Kathy did send the Psalm out and one of the, the couple of the lines in the Psalm really hit me. And it's, again, Psalm 139, lines 9 and 10. If I could fly on the wings of dawn, stopping to rest, only on the far side of the ocean, 
Even there, your hand would guide me. Even there, your strong hand would hold me tight. Some of you know me from the different groups that I've been in, and you know a little bit about my story. I was raised Catholic, strict Catholic. Sometime um, in my college years, my parents changed to a different religion. It was very overwhelming for me. I was confused. I was angry at God, and I stepped away from religion completely. I stepped away from God. I was really angry. I felt like I, um, I was angry. I was disillusioned. So I went through these years just basically ignoring religion and ignoring God, as if that's possible. But there was still a draw. So I looked at alternative spiritualism like yoga and meditation, things like this. But the draw to God and a spiritual family was still there. Religion, in the best sense of the word, was still there. I fought the pull. I was still really angry. But that didn't stop me from going into churches all over the world. Not for service. I couldn't do that yet. But to feel the energy of church and the people that were in the churches. To light candles for my mother, Catholic. To listen to choirs. I even had the opportunity to listen to a Gregorian chants in a church in Italy. It was amazing. It was awe-inspiring. These journeys filled me. They filled an empty space in my heart and my soul, but I still wasn't ready. I love to travel, as Kathy said. Um, even my handle on Instagram is travel is my oxygen, so hit me up. Um, 2020 caught off my oxygen, as it did with many people. And I was further lost. But that actually turned out to be super important because I needed to quit roaming and searching and just be still. And I was. And it was in those moments that I realized I was never going to find what I wanted by going to the far side of the ocean. What I needed was deeper connections with my friends and my family. And as soon as it was safe to do, I went to Broken Bow with one of my girlfriends and we got a cabin way out in the woods. I don't know if you guys have been out there. It's absolutely beautiful. And at night, stars are bright. They may say there's bright in Texas, but I don't know. Broken Bow's got something on them. We walked out one night and uh, super dark and we're looking at these stars just layers and layers and layers of stars and i saw the milky way for the first time 55 years old i saw the milky way for the first time and it was awe-inspiring it was overwhelming it just washed over me and it reminded me of the vastness of our sky and its miraculous beauty but i still didn't want to give that grace to god i just wanted to talk about it as stars later in the fall i was able to go to michigan to spend some time with a friend and one night we talked deep deep into the night about what she calls God moments. Those moments that have no other explanation. And I felt what she was saying deep within my soul, but I was still like, I'm not ready. Finally, once I was fully vaccinated, I traveled to Louisiana and saw my family for the first time in two years. The last time I saw my niece, she was crawling. This time I saw her, she was walking. She held my hand, we picked blackberries. She kissed me. She called me Aunt Baby, just like her mother does. It was beautiful. And I was able to reconnect to my family. And in the middle of all this, I found Arapaho United Methodist. As Pastor Kathy said, in March of last year, I came to my first church service with Christy Sundstrom. And I'd been on this um, spiritual journey for about three years. And I was trying to find my way back to a family, to a church. And in that moment, when Pastor Blair was giving her sermon, I sat in a pew over there and I felt it. I felt this was gonna be my home. I felt these were my people. 
God's hand had never lifted from me. It was forever there, molding me, guiding me, and help me find my way. And I thank God for that. And I thank all of you for being here and welcome me. Thank you, Arapahoe United Methodist. Our next video today is from a recently retired couple. Uh, Leo attends Arapahoe United Methodist Church. Nita attends another congregation in the city of Richardson. They recently retired and similar to the Walter Myers have bought an RV and they travel and they come home and they travel and they come home. Their story is uh, wonderfully told with video and pictures of God's creation. So I wanted to share it with you today. Good morning. For those of you that don't know us, we're Leo and Nita Sharp. I usually attend the early service and Nita attends another church. We retired in December and we've started traveling in our RV part-time. When you're viewing this video, we plan on being in the Badlands of South Dakota. Before retirement, we were traveling at least once a month, usually to Texas state parks. Now we're able to go on extended expeditions. We're fortunate that our non-RV travels have taken us to Europe, Africa, and the Middle East. We've been to 22 states, including Alaska and Hawaii. This trip will be adding six additional states. A lot of our recent travels has been to reconnect with family that we've not seen since the pandemic. We're also fitting in one of our retirement goals to visit all of the state parks of Texas, 38 so far. We travel to renew our bond with family and friends. We travel to see the beauty and the wonders of our country. We travel to understand and experience history. Mark Twain said this about traveling. Travel is fatal to prejudice, bigotry, and narrow-mindedness, and many of our people need it sorely on these accounts. Broad, wholesome, terrible views of men and things cannot be acquired by vegetating in one corner of the earth. A reading of Psalm 139, verses 1 through 12, Common English Bible Translation. Lord, you have examined me. You know me. You know when I sit down and when I stand up. Even from far away, you comprehend my plans. You study my traveling and resting. You are thoroughly familiar with all my ways. There isn't a word on my tongue, Lord, that you don't already know completely. You surround me front and back. You put your hand on me. That kind of knowledge is too much for me. It's so high above me that I can't reach it. Where could I go to get away from your spirit? Where could I go to escape your presence? If I went up to heaven, you would be there. If I went down to the grave, you would be there too. If I could fly on the wings of dawn, stopping to rest only on the far side of the ocean, even there your hand would guide me. Even there, your strong hand would hold me tight. If I said the darkness will definitely hide me, the light will become night around me. Even then, the darkness isn't too dark for you. Nighttime would shine bright as a day because darkness is the same as light to you. God created everything through him and nothing was created except through him. John chapter one, verse three. Leo and I traveled to see God's creation. 
We marvel at a God who made such beauty for us, his children, even though it's flawed by man's sin in this broken world. But our hope is in Jesus. All believers can look forward to seeing this earth and its perfection when we meet Jesus in heaven. learn from the Sharps about the beauty of creation and the Walter Myers about living in faith and listening to that voice of God that, that gives us peace when we make a decision. We discern with God in our hearts and, and we move along in our lives based on that discernment and how we hear God in our lives. From Cindy, we've, we've heard that even from all around the world, we might still be seeking God. And we find it. We find God in different places. But as always, we can always find God within us. When we are peaceful, when we are searching, when we are accepting that God has created us, given us identity, given us gifts, that God is always with us in our traveling mercies. Amen. <laughs>